0: A foot foul? Are you kidding me? You gonna call that a foot foul? So, what's in
1: Mary Ellen?
0: Alright, so it all comes down to this, folks. It is notched at 18. we got one bag left. He pulls back, fires, and it's has Four in the hole, I think that's a slam. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of the bag podcast I'm your host, Todd Williams, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for BAGO. Episode 2 focuses on two guys, Neil Reed and Michael Oakes. Why these guys? Well, they're the defending BAGO National Champions. And you may be thinking, national champions for BAGO? Yep, that's right. The BAGO National Championship is going into its 7th year this year and features over $3,000 cash and prizes. These guys are two of the best in the business, so we wanted to sit down with Team Reed Oakes and hear about their preparation, determination, and much more. This episode is brought to you by the Flying Saucer Draft Emporium, where we will sit down for some great food, a few suds, and a conversation with the 2018 Bago National Champions, Reed Oaks. All right, tonight we are recording our second ever Bago podcast. We're here with Team Reed Oaks. Let me start with the obvious, guys. Uh, how has your life changed since winning the 2018 Bago National Championship? Oh man, it's a uh, it's a life changer for sure. You know, it's hard to go out in public and eat these <laughs>
1: days. You know, everybody want an autograph. You know,
2: no, no, <laughs> no. We just uh, nobody overlooks us, and uh, we're always trying to trying to do good and win the next tournament. Because if you're not focused, you can lose any any tournament there is. It's just a national tournament and the uh the state they're the big ones so you kind of get you got to get up for them you practice a little more for those and uh you know some of the smaller ones you might not be on your game for those and could trip
0: up and that's a good point because uh you know i mean you you think about the big ones and you want to get prepared for them but um you know when you guys go to uh any tournament now i mean you got to have a mark on your back right you feel like that
1: yeah teams they they know who we are and you know, we see the same teams, uh, top teams. You know, every time we go to a tournament, so it's always a really good competition. And uh, they know they're uh, we're gonna get their best when they see us.
0: So let's go back to the beginning. So, thing about when was the first time? Do you guys remember the first time you played bago? Do you remember the first time you saw it? And you're like, what's that? Yeah. So my brother-in-law, he's from Hot
2: Springs, Adam, and um, we played at his house one time, and uh, he was he was. Uh, dating my wife's sister and now they're married but uh he used to beat me down and i uh i i you know i tried to tried to play him and he was really good he played a lot before that and that was my first time and he really motivated me because i was competitive and got tired of getting my ass whipped so uh (laughs) i uh i got better and uh, eventually uh, adam and i were partners at times throughout the years
1: yeah, first time I ever played the game was uh, probably Neil's back back porch on his back deck. Just invited uh, me over for uh, probably grilling on the back porch and having some beers and uh, tossing some bags. So that's how I got uh, acquainted
2: with the game.
0: Playing for fun or playing for cash or?
1: No, just playing for fun. Just a uh, little competition.
2: Just, yeah, we got yeah. in with the with the Baggo League, and there was another team that was in town that were, we were good friends with, Bago Dicks, and they'd come over and. Um, We'd all end up just playing, and man, we'd play till you know one o'clock in the morning, and uh, it was competitive, and everybody got better. There's some good names out there in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ours is probably yeah. the most generic. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's that's funny. Uh, we've had some uh, interesting matchups in the past that I couldn't have scripted it. Um, I won't mention them here, but there. Uh, it's it's funny how sometimes you'll have a a, you know you'll have 70 teams in a bracket and you'll have um similar teams play each other um do you remember what's a first like when you when you saw bago do you remember what you really liked about it like was it just a competition aspect and, and now that you're older maybe you're not playing sports or did i mean is there anything specific that you just kind of stood out to you and kind of made you want to start playing
1: it just reminded me of a childhood game toss across where you used to play uh, you know when you're a child and i got the you know the tic-tac-toe, the X's and the O's, and you throw it across and try to play tic-tac-toe. So it kind of reminded me of that childhood game that uh, that I liked when I was a kid. So uh, it was fun to play as an adult too.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I just I just kind of got uh, addicted to trying to throw it in the hole and, and, and score as many points and be accurate. And I'm a perfectionist, so I just just tried to work at that a lot. And it was it
0: was fun. What made you guys decide that you wanted to try to compete, uh, you know, and, like, do tournaments? I mean, did you guys sit there one night and just say, hey, you know, we're we're looking pretty good, or did you, what, what happened?
2: Well, so I'm from Dumas, and there was a, there was a little festival down there, Ding Dong Days. And uh, there wasn't a lot of tournaments, you know, 10 years ago, so you tried to hit what you could and find what you could. And uh, so I knew about that one, and we went to it one year, and, you know, we didn't win. Like after year two, we started winning. We just kept going back, and then there started to be more and more tournaments. There was another one close to there. I think it was a Heritage Days in Gillette, and uh, we had a, a battle in that one. We won that one with somebody else, against somebody else that had, from there that had won uh, before. Yeah, and, and it was it was you know pretty intense, and uh, so it kind of gets your adrenaline pumping, and, and you get you get addicted because you want you want to do it again
1: yeah back then we were just playing for bag of boards that's what that's right
2: yeah there was there was
0: no cash man yep. you just
2: wanted to win another board we were excited. and that, that you know win another board was the pinnacle
0: yeah that was it nice so um you guys have obviously won at the at the low you know some of the smaller uh, tournaments and some of the bigger ones what makes you want to keep keep doing this i mean obviously you know it's kind of like any sport pool or basketball or anything you got to keep practicing i mean what makes you want to keep going
2: well, you know, right now the payouts are huge. I mean, you know, the state and the national are both paying 1500 And then, you know, there's some more that are uh, easily 1500 plus. So uh, that's a lot of motivation just to, to Hit those up and, and win them. Do as well as you can and stay consistent.
1: Yeah, and we know all the top teams. They're practicing, so we got to practice also to you know stay in shape for it. And uh, Neil, uh, he beats me down pretty good. Always makes. He's always calling me. You practicing today?
0: You know, he's always <laughs> on top
1: of me, which uh, I probably uh, deserve that.
0: Uh, about your shots, do you do you guys know what hold or grip you use? Do y'all know the lingo. Do y'all know what hold you actually use? I, I use, I basically use the,
2: the three finger grip, I don't know the technical term. And kind of a pinch? Yeah. Kind of pinch it and Yeah, get a bit get, of the corn? Get, get a little, you know, a third of the corn in there with it and uh, take out the slack. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to teach that, but some people <laughs> don't listen. Hey.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I do the same thing. I do the pinch, um, probably get, you know, like a third of the corn in there and just, you uh, Kind of usually, kind of getting a kind of like a runner's start, my foot at the front of the board, and just uh, make sure I'm consistent with my throwing, uh, be consistent with my technique, so I can uh, just copy that over and over and have a good follow through and go for the hole. You
0: know. So when you come through on your follow through, do you know is your hand right side up or upside down?
1: My fingers are pointed down, like my hands in a cookie jar, yeah. just like you would do a jump shot or something like that. Any kind of follow through.
0: Same. Okay. Well you, you kinda of both I mean I watched you guys over the years, you kinda of both have a little bit of a quirky shot. Neil, you're a left hander, so you present a matchup problem for many people. Um, you have a very high shot with a high finish. Uh, you kinda of like you know, look like Michael Jordan holding your holding your finishing shot there. Uh, a lot of times it goes in, so you do look like Jordan. Michael, you kinda of use your left arm as a balance beam, yeah. you know, like a crossbar. Yeah. Has this always been your shots, or did you guys develop these, or or what, and why the crossbar, Michael? Well, I don't know how the
1: crossbar
0: crossbar come about. I just started doing
1: that, and it's kind of just been my signature, what I go to, and uh, whenever I'm not throwing well, I make sure that uh, my front arm, my left arm, my non-throwing arms kind of cross me and gives me a good balance point and uh, just kind of a go-to technique I use.
2: Yeah, and I, I always throw high. I mean, if there's something on the board, that way you don't have to worry about having to slide around it or it blocking you or it messing you up. Just go for it. I mean, if I have to slide, I can. Or if I want to push one in, I can. But uh, most of the time I'm, I'm just trying to drop it in high and go and straighten the hole.
0: So let's talk about your preparation. Um, is there a certain way you guys train? I mean, like, if, if let's say we got the uh, – so we got the Baggo National Championship coming up in October. Today is September 4th. You know what's going to be your uh, training schedule i mean will you is it like every night or is it once a week i mean neil i'll be honest i've heard that uh, you've been known to practice in the parking deck at your office during lunch is that true
2: that is true that is true i had i first started out with oaks playing and then his son sons were playing travel ball so he was out and then uh, I, I i started with my brother-in-law adam and then his son started playing travel ball, so he was out. And then I had a friend at work, was a contractor, and uh, he, he wanted to just throw. And uh, he came to the house one time at a Razorback game, and he was actually pretty good and hadn't done it before. And I was like, well, man, let's just throw at lunch, you know, and stuff, and he just got better and better, and he was like really, really challenging me. And then that year, we uh, we entered tournaments, and, we just didn't do great. He was, uh, I think, he was really nervous. It was his first tournaments, and then we went to the national, uh, not thinking anything about it, and ended up winning. He just he didn't he didn't do anything spectacular, but he didn't mess up, and so that was great. And then the next year, state comes around, and I'm like, hey man, you ready to go? And he had to do something with his kids, and I'm like, well, all right. I had to move on, and then I started with my brother-in-law that year, so. It was kind of kind of weird but yeah I, I still throw in the we got a parking deck at work and uh you can you can throw in any conditions there rain shine whatever
1: yeah i do not practice at work <laughs>
2: <laughs> if we got a tournament
1: i we, we me and neil get together and we usually throw a couple times a week to get uh, prepared for the tournament and uh, usually tournaments are at around noon or, or a little bit afternoon and I'll get over his house in the morning, or he'll come to my house, and we'll throw thirty minutes to an hour before we go to the tournament. And uh, just uh, usually we get a little bit of warm up time before the tournament starts at the tournament tournament site, and that will be good enough to go.
2: Yeah, but I can't. I can't ever stop. Even during the tournament, between games, I'll just keep throwing. I don't know. I'm just.
0: Yeah, I've seen you do that. I've always wondered. You know, to me, sometimes bagels for me is like golf. I mean. I could go out and, and not have played in months and play the better round than if I go out and practice a bunch. So, you obviously don't have any problems with it because obviously you practice, uh, you you constant. Back to when I, so we start breaking down boards in between tournaments, you're over there hackling me to yeah, like, the leave a board up for you. Back leave
2: a board up. You know,
1: I tell Neil all the time. I said repetitions, the mother of skill. And uh, re- Neil, he puts the rep, reps in. That's why his skill is so high, and that's why we win so much. I can see that.
0: Do you, uh, speaking of? Do you know how many tournaments you guys have won collectively together? Hmm. Um.
2: Together, we've won. I know we won the last two years the Italian Food Festival, and we won last year's national championship. And uh, I think I counted seven or eight last year in 2018. Yeah, we won a lot of a lot of tournaments
0: last year. So I would say, say we're, we're somewhere in
1: the teens total. So, so yeah, probably you know. 12 to 15 range do you know what your uh, all-time winnings are approaching Ooh, i don't know but i know i had to claim it on taxes last year so <laughs> this year it's going to be neil's turn yeah i'm not sure on
0: that all right let me give you an easier one here do you know how many bago games you guys actually own i own about 14 14
1: Probably got six or seven, but I've sold probably six or seven.
0: So, do you, do you have all those 14 hanging on your walls, or what are you doing with them? I do have them on my walls. I got them behind my uh, my
2: rack in my in my gym in my garage. I just had a big area there, and I was like, well, I need to do something with them, and I just hung them on the walls there.
1: Trophy room, That's his Trophy room. Yeah.
2: Now, mine are just
1: randomly in my garage. Not, I should show them off, but I don't. So.
0: We need to get you the wall hangers. There you go. If you don't have them.
1: Yep. Let's get together after this and do that. <laughs>
0: Um, out of all the tournaments you guys won, do you have a most memorable?
2: Mm, I would say my first one was pretty memorable. I remember I was, we were playing with, uh, we were playing the teabaggers and uh, we, uh, I had, it was my throw and, and I had to, had like one or two around the hole and if I put it in, we won and it went right in and carried another one in with it. and. It was pretty exciting. It was this was this was back in '14, so that was kind of a big deal for me five years ago, and and I, also that was the year I was playing. I wasn't playing with Oaks. I wasn't playing with my brother, law I was playing with that one guy that I practiced with in the in the uh, parking deck. So,
1: yeah, I would say we the Italian food festival has been a lot of fun the last couple of years. Um, so even some of the smaller tournaments, like there was one in Gillette, had a lot of fun. It was a big. Uh, a big festival atmosphere so it was a good time there and uh my kids went to that one so they had a good time riding the rides that were going on so it was all day event so that was a good one
0: nice we'll uh we'll have that going this year at the 2000 bago or 2019 bago national championship it's at the arkansas state fair it's going to be sunday october 13th and uh of lots of rides there's uh, armbands that you can get for all day rides sign up early you get parking and admission I haven't even released all this on the website, so you guys are actually the first people to hear about all this. Great. (laughs) Awesome. Um, All right, so we talked about your most memorable, but is there a certain match you would look back at and say you'd like to have that one back? Yes.
2: This past uh, state championship. I knew uh, you was going to say that. We we played uh, twice, you know, against the team that was undefeated. We beat them the first time. And then the second game, uh, very very close. Uh, I think we were down 15 to 20, and and I scored five to tie it up at 20. And I feel like I left a point on the board. I really didn't know what the score was at that time, and you know, so that that kind of kind of haunts me there.
0: So uh, that's my.
1: Yeah, I agree with Neil on that. And Alan. that was that was a tough loss. Uh,
0: what's the longest? longest distance you guys have ever traveled for for a tournament have you ever been out of state or have you just done all of Arkansas pretty much Arkansas we went
1: down to the uh, steak festival in Magnolia and that was quite a ways that was a great tournament too uh afterwards they treated us to uh a free steak so we got the pick steak of our choice after winning that tournament uh nice what'd yeah. you go with uh it was a ribeye it was a ribeye it was a uh medium rare of course the only way you could have it and uh we've been to Pocahontas that that was pretty far away but uh yeah, Fayetteville. Yeah, Fayetteville.
2: Yeah. Around Arkansas. It's where most of the tournaments I, are. I really don't know of any bag of tournaments outside of Arkansas, honestly.
0: They're out there. I mean, there's, uh, in fact, there's a guy. Um, I'm going to do a podcast with him coming up. Uh, he's in Sea Isle, New Jersey. He's been raising over $13,000 a year for... Um, charity and uh, we're gonna get him on the phone here soon and talk to him but yeah they're all over uh, sometimes we, we try to post as many as we can to our website uh, sometimes uh, they they're out there and we don't even know about them. i actually search Facebook uh, and the internet weekly looking for them uh, just some people will, will host a tournament and not even tell us about them and we, we try to make sure everybody knows about them as much as possible but as, as far as going out of state I mean you guys are obviously one of the best teams in the state what would it take you to go, let's say there's a tournament in Chicago or Las Vegas. What's the prize purse got to be to get Reed Oaks to grab a plane ticket and hit the road?
2: Man, I would think, I think it had to be 2000 I 2000 mean, We got that here. Right. You don't even got to leave. Yeah, exactly. We great. don't leave. We don't know leave. It?
1: Yeah, somewhere around something that would cover our cost, travel costs and hotel and, uh, you know, maybe a little uh, – you know, going around money on top of that.
0: So. Okay. So, when I get a tournament out of state for $5,000, I'm going to expect to see you guys. Yeah. We're there. No
2: doubt.
0: All right. Well, we hope you're enjoying the Bagel Podcast so far. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you can catch future Bagel Podcast episodes. I wanted to take a minute and tell you about Episode two sponsor, the Flying Saucer Draft Emporium. The Flying Saucer was founded in 1995, they offer a wide variety of imported and domestic craft beers with a full pub menu. The Flying Saucer is family friendly, they got a fun casual atmosphere with daily fire sales on food and beverages, they have trivia nights and many other themed events throughout the year. The Flying Saucer has locations across the US including Arkansas, Missouri, North and South Carolina, Tennessee and Texas. Hey, next time you're flying through Dallas-Fort Worth, the DFW Airport, check out the all-new Flying Saucer and Terminal D for a quick bite. We hope to see you land at a Flying Saucer soon. Now let's get back to our conversation with Neil Reed and Michael Oakes. Okay, so speaking of an interesting dynamic for the Bago National Championship, is that we've never had a repeat team. However, Neil, you've been a part of two championship teams, uh, 2014 you were with Steve Perry, and you were Team Bagman. And in 2018, you're as Reed Oaks with Michael. Um, so you got a few got a few teams. You mentioned this earlier. You got a few teams that you play with. Um, do you choose anymore? Are you pretty much with Michael, or do you got a substitute, or do you have do you have a roster that you kind of go down, or do you have a hierarchy? I got to think Michael's got to be your top priority now, right? Right. Well, you better
2: say yes. So I started off with Oaks, and then, and then his son started with the travel baseball, yeah. so he had to get out. And then uh, my brother-in-law, who's good, he's the one that kind of taught me how to play, uh, Adam James. So I picked him up, and uh, we were doing good. We won state once, and we've got some seconds in national. Um, and then his son got into travel ball, so he was out. And then just at that same time, Oaks' sons got older, and they're out of that travel so i brought oaks back uh so here we're here so unless he has some more kids <laughs> we're good. i may i'm no i do not have any more kids so we should be uh
1: <laughs> batman and robin for quite a while and i am batman of, of the batman and robin just not in bago he's the batman of the bago okay.
0: so let's go back to 2018 okay so bago national championship at riverfest here in uh, little rock arkansas you guys start out two and zero, oh, okay, and then you get destroyed, easy, destroyed easy. by a team named the Scrollers, oh, yeah. which so, I couldn't pick them out of a lineup right now. Now I've seen them before. They probably are in a lineup <laughs> in round three. So you guys lose in round three. So you're two yeah. and one, and I don't really know the, the number off the top of my head, but it was a big field. It was fifty to sixty teams. You guys are in the losers bracket where you're going to have to win out. I mean, completely win out. What are you thinking at that point? Do you remember?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I do remember. We shortly after that we played a team from Jonesboro. They had some Steelers gear on, yeah. and uh, they were good. And it was it was a tough, tight game, and we just kept kept battling. We won that one, and then uh, we just kept we. The, the one positive being in the losers bracket for me. Is you just play continuous, yeah. and I like to just keep rolling. Yeah. And you just play one game, then you play the next, you play the next, and um, we just we just kept playing and, and, and getting getting our, getting better. And and then that game that we we lost, uh, we totally uh, we totally overlooked them, and we ended up playing them again. Yeah. And then finals. Yeah, complete. we did really well. It was like twenty-one-five or something. So we did not overlook them then. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I remember
1: that uh, game against the Jonesboro team. It was after we lost and I was like I think it, we were behind by a little bit a few points, you know midway of the game And I, I felt like we were right there in it And I was like we might as well win, all, win this all just get on a hot streak and just go after it and win it all And uh, we got hot and uh, we kept rolling on through that tournament
0: yeah, so you guys went on to win five games just to get out of the loser's bracket. So you guys are two and one. You win five straight. Then you get to the championship where you got to face Naderade, which you guys have played multiple times, or you played one of the team members from Naderade before yeah. multiple times. A very good team uh, who, by the way, hadn't lost all day. So not only did you guys have to win five straight, you got to sweep them at that point. What was that like? To get to that mountain and know one game and you're back to being done. I mean, it's like you guys fought, 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 came all the way back. And it's not like you guys went through the winner's bracket, you know, and and lost in the semifinals. You guys lost pretty early. And they all had to play a lot of games. So on the day, at this point, you guys are 7-1, and one, which... Uh, I think Naderade probably would have been more like a 5-0 and 0 at that point because in the loser bracket you're going to play more games. So, you guys have worn out at this point? or no, 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 no. So, right before that, the two games before that,
2: we were, we were like, pretty hot. I mean, we were beating people, like, 21-5, 21-6. You know, it, it was – we were blowing people out, and we were really in the zone at that point. And then we had to play in the finals, and uh, – Oaks started out it started out it just so happened it was bags were on his end and he started out with a 12 in game one and I was like oh man if if Oaks is on then then this is this is great I, you know so uh, and then we we did well in that game
1: yeah and in then the second
2: it, game you started off with the 12
1: to start the second game so we yeah. we jumped on them early uh and uh it really gave us confidence to go ahead and finish it off
0: Yeah, and and those matches are on YouTube, which uh, I'm probably going to – told you guys earlier, I'm probably going to put behind this audio, so uh, I'd probably be playing actually right now. But uh, you guys had a great final match against Naderade. You guys won 21-18. Very dramatic there at the end. And um, 2018 Bago National Championships uh, champions. Congratulations on that. So how many tournaments have you guys played since, and do you know what your record's like?
1: Hmm two or three tournaments, and we have came in a couple seconds, a couple firsts, um, won an Italian Food Festival, went down south, won a tournament, got second a uh, couple tournaments, and uh, I think that's about it for this year. Not a whole lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got second at Oakline, yeah. and then I think right after that, we had the Italian Food Festival, we won there. and then um, we got second at Ola, and um we didn't. We didn't make it to Magnolia. Um, hadn't
0: been, hadn't been a lot. That's one thing that's interesting about Bago is that uh, you know you can you can be on. You guys can win the national championship and then the very next weekend you know lose a tournament that you're playing for a hundred dollars in. Well, before we finish up episode two of the bagel podcast, just wanted to say thanks again to the Flying Saucer Draft Emporium for having us here today at the downtown Little Rock location. The Flying Saucer has been a staple in the Little Rock River market since 1998. The Little Rock Flying Saucer has over 75 taps, 100 bottle and can options, great food and family friendly. Come by today. They can't wait to see you. Now let's finish up our conversation with team Reed Oaks. So yeah, an interesting dynamic about the Bagel National Championship is that we've never had a repeat champion. Uh, we've always had someone uh, show up and kind of um, steal the thunder from a repeat. So it always kind of gives me uh, hope for new teams. And you guys have probably heard me say it at the tournaments before that, you know, um, I like to see new teams come up and, and give you guys competition. Kind of keeps you guys coming back for more. I think you guys would probably get tired of the same old same old. And and I know the other guys that have won in the past kind of are the same. And, uh, but it's always interesting to see a new team show up. We've had teams show up from, from all over the U.S., from California, Texas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Oklahoma. Um, I know there's so many teams out there that are, that are good um, you know, and may, uh, you know, may hesitate coming down, but there's a lot of money up for grabs. This is $3,000 cash and prizes. More than enough to cover your travel So anybody out there listening to this We'd love to have you to the 2019 Bagel National Championship Sponsored by Terminex at the Arkansas State Fair Sunday October 13th So Next question some guys And girls like Aiming fluid so to say During a tournament or before Do you guys Um
1: Um Usually to start off a tournament, I don't have any uh, fluids, as you say. But uh, if I notice I'm not quite right, uh, I will sneak off and uh, add something to my solo cup to uh, get right.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm just superstitious. I feel like uh, I don't. I won't be as accurate, or my game might not be on if I'm. If I do before, uh, you know, I definitely want to after. <laughs> you know, I, I try to. You know hold that over as a celebration for for the victory, but uh, yeah, I, I stay off. He's not on the PEDs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys, spouses, significant others, or whatever, do they expect you to come home with money now? Like, if you show up empty-handed? Do you, uh, do they really, you know, get on to you, or what's that, what's that like at the home life
1: nowadays? Uh, that's the first thing my kids ask when I walk through the door. Did you make any money? Can we have a little bit? We need to buy some fishing uh, lures or some kind of new fishing rod or reel. So, yeah, that's one of the first
2: things they asked. No, my, my wife's cool. She's she's supportive. She's fine, whatever happens.
0: Now, do you put that in the joint account, though? <laughs> or do you kind of got your own little stash going? That's all mine.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to watch out. she take it to the mall the next day.
1: That's right. Wilkinson Mall.
0: So, Neil, uh, I saw you at, in Omaha at the College World Series two years ago when the Razorbacks were there. We both watched the Hawks. Uh were you there, or two? Yeah, okay. I was there. All yeah. right, couldn't remember. Uh, I, th- I thought you were, but I wasn't 100% sure. Oh, yeah. you, so you guys told me that day that a local bar had a cornhole up on top of their roof. Uh, Bagel and cornhole play a lot different. Do you guys ever play cornhole? Are you any good?
2: You know, I played one time. It was uh, it was three years ago when we played Fayetteville. We played Ole Miss, and uh, we had a huge win. And we played some guys. I was playing with my brother-in-law, Adam, then, and he was up there. And I didn't change my throw because I was like, I'll never throw this again. You know, I don't want to, I'm going to play back up. And And I did well. And the funny thing is, probably the first 20 throws, Adam never got it to the board. And I was literally yelling at him, throw it harder. But, you know, but yeah, that was, that was the only time I played. It was okay, but it's, it's way different. And there's no tournaments around here, so I'm not really motivated to try to get better.
1: No, I, I don't play cornhole. I, I stick to uh, bago because I'm uh, afraid of splinters. Uh, bago is a superior game.
0: <laughs> it, it's definitely different. And You, know, you talked about the throw. Uh, bago, you don't really have to have a special throw. You can pretty much just pick up the bag and just throw it. <clears throat> bag- uh, bago has a little bit of a slide to the game. Uh, where cornhole, you actually have to uh, create the rotation on the bag, so you kind of have to throw it like a frisbee to create the rotation to go up the board because the boards are made of wood. Um, so it's definitely a different game. I was just curious if you guys ever played, um, I know, a couple of years ago, uh, at I think it was the first two years of the Bagel National Championship, we had a seven-time cornhole champion come down uh, to Little Rock and compete. He didn't do bad. I think he took second and fourth one year, but it just shows you uh, how different the games are and, uh, you know, how different the play is. Actually, um little-known fact Bago actually makes both games now uh, we make uh, a lot of wood games for the promotional industry but you can get both on our website so you know if you're a person that uh, you know you're a Baggo player maybe you want to try your hand at cornhole uh, we do have those available they're all handmade and uh, we also obviously still make the Bago game which uh, we we love and uh, still still promote to this day um, but is there anything you know obviously you guys have both played both games is there anything you like better or less about either one? I mean obviously, Michael, you talked about you don't want to get splinters in your hand. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have I actually have sucked my hand in some of the wood games uh, before and, and they were kinda of rough around the edges if they're not sanded well. But is there anything specifically you look at that you're like, you know, I like this better?
2: I mean I think Bago there's there's a lot of strategy and throws involved in it. I mean, you can go over the top, uh, you could put you could put a blocker in the front and force somebody that slides to to you know go over you or, or push you in uh, you can push your own in um, so I mean I mean there's there's a lot of shots that that are in bago if if you work at it and, and, and get good so it's it's not really it's not one-dimensional
1: yeah I like bago you got the string that kind of gives you the right uh, distance each time you uh, pull it out to play the game so it's easy to set up uh, it's very portable I like it uh, I know every time uh, cornhole is on uh, ESPN I get twenty calls asking where I'm at and why am I not playing. So
0: I could definitely see that. I everywhere I go, uh, people are asking us, you know, is that us on, on ESPN? But it's it's definitely growing the sport. It's a great thing for Bagel and for Cornhole. And uh, I, I hear about it everywhere we go. Uh, which is, is pretty interesting to hear. Um, definitely played, you know, they're two by three boards versus two by four boards, played a little longer distance, heavier bag, different throw. But uh, still great for the sport, so glad to see it. Glad to see the uh, kind of the cross promotion there between the two. Uh, it's, it's, draw, it's definitely drawn people to Baggo, actually. Yeah, no doubt. Um, the Baggo Caddy, okay, so the Cornhole doesn't have this. Hold your drinks, bags, keep score for you. Uh, we bring it out at tournaments. Some guys don't like it because they, they feel like it gets in their way. I personally like it. It's got a scoreboard on it, holds my bags, holds my drinks. Do you guys like it, or do you use it?
2: You know, I don't I don't use it just because I don't have it. I can see the benefit of it. Though. Now, wait a minute.
0: How many tournaments have you won, and how do you not have a bag o' caddy? The o' caddies don't come as a prize. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Come on, throw step one, the game
2: up. Throw one <laughs> in in the national championship. But I, I see the one benefit that, you know, sometimes possibly a, a bag could hit the score that's on the uh, board itself and maybe move it. You know, if it's an older board, or if it's loose, and that you could definitely not have that issue with the caddy where the where it's up high, and you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent either way, but I just I don't actually have one myself. So just for a uh, non-competitive,
1: maybe just recreation, I, I think it's really cool to have to have something to set your game, uh, your drink on, or you know, even I've seen some that have lights on them, so if you play at night, that can eliminate uh, the holes
0: yeah definitely uh, light light play is uh, very nice uh before i um ever had the bag bagel caddy I used to bring out the yellow construction lights and, and hook them up at night right and it make uh, make you pretty hot actually while you're throwing yeah neil's got a flood light we put out while we play um okay so you guys both have multiple board designs at home do you have a favorite board design to throw on
2: Man, I actually got this old um, Gillette Heritage Days board that's American flag, and I don't know, I just like it.
0: I know that one very familiar with it.
1: Yeah, I got a ABC Financial. We go to the Associated Builder and Contractors tournament every year, and I really like those boards too. I think they're red, white, and blue too, if I remember correctly.
0: Yes, definitely. I'm familiar with that one too. Uh, okay, so when you guys throw, okay, this I've asked this in golf before. Kind of like putting. When you throw, do your eyes follow the bag in the air or do you throw and then look at the board? So it kind of be like putting. Do you putt and look at the hole and watch the ball roll towards the hole or do you putt and watch the ball as it rolls?
1: I watch the bag as it flies through the air. I kind of watch, make sure we've got a good uh, trajectory towards the hole, nice arc uh, going towards the hole, and I just like to watch it the whole way. And when it uh, Goes through the center. It's a good feeling that you made a good throw.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I watch it all the way, and um, hopefully it's going straight and whole.
0: Have you guys ever gotten in an argument over a foot foul?
1: I've been. I've never called somebody out on it because to me it's trivial. Uh, I mean, it's not. If somebody, you know, it's blatant. I might say something, but it's never happened in a game. I've had people ask uh, for their partner to look and make sure I wasn't foot fouling before, but I think that was more of just kind of a gamesmanship uh, more than anything.
2: No, I've never never had any issues. And actually, I, I kind of got a little habit of whenever I, I set my front foot, I pull it back maybe a half inch or inch before I throw. and I'm always,
0: for sure, clear. Do you guys have any pre-game rituals that you do?
1: Just throw a lot. Yeah, I don't have any pre- pre-game rentals. We just, we just kind of warm up and make sure we're ready to go, make sure we feel good. I always kind of want to see uh, one or two fall through the hole before we play our games, so I always try to make that happen.
0: You know? I guess I guess it kind of falls in line with that. Any superstitions if you start throwing bad, maybe shift your wallet over to the other pocket or anything like that?
2: You know, I, mean, I think the one thing we do is uh, if it's really windy – I always try to throw the wind in my back. Uh, wind in my back really doesn't affect me too much, so I can still throw normal. And then I just put put Oaks in the, in the wind and just tell him do the best he can. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, we're excited to see you guys. Uh, if you guys can repeat as champions in the 2019 Bagel National Championship, October 13th at Arkansas State Fair in Little Rock, Arkansas. Before we get you guys out of here, our good friends at Flying Saucer only agreed to let us host the podcast if they could sponsor a team. So we told them we had a pretty good one for them. So the Flying Saucer would like to be y'all's sponsor for the (laughs) 2019 Bagel National Championship. They're going to get your full entry paid. You guys will have t-shirts from the Saucer to wear. (laughs) Now, how is that for a marker on your back? That sounds great. That That's sounds
2: awesome, great. awesome. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Flying Saucer. Love it, Flying Saucer and Mr. Bago. That's right.
0: Well, thanks again to Neil Reed Michael Oaks for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for listening to Episode 2 of the Bago Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the interview. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. We hope to see you at the Bago National Championship presented by Terminex. At the Arkansas State Fair, October 13, 2019, come compete against Reed Oaks and many other players from around the nation for over $3,000 cash and prizes. We hope to see you there. Thanks for playing Bago, the best backyard game ever.
2: Nice. Dude, that was awesome.